With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another FPC NFL Sunday on a Thursday. That's right. Uh, we are here to preview Thursday Night Football. And, folks, you're going to have to bear with me because I lost my screen. I have no idea what I'm looking at, but I assume that we are live here on Full Press NFL on Twitter. And uh, as you can see on the screen, you have myself and Braden here. We're here to uh, break down the Cardinals and Packers. So, Braden, how are you doing on this uh, fine, fine Thursday afternoon, evening? Uh uh, doing pretty good. We got uh, a really exciting game tonight. Uh, some some big names out, but still uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, no, and um, you mentioned some big names. Uh, obviously, right off the bat, you think Devontae Adams and, of course, J.J. Uh, Watt, who is now uh, presumably done for the season. And, and look, Braden, I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, uh, who didn't expect this when he signed with the Cardinals? That, you know, J.J. Watt, I think if you were going to ask folks – would you put money on him, you know, finishing the season healthy? I don't know many people that would, and I don't know. Yet again, another season, unfortunately, ended uh, with injury. So, um, 
that's definitely going to be a loss for the Cardinals. Uh, not not a devastating loss because again they are a very deep team. But I think the uh, the prospect of having him and Chan- Chandler Jones uh, at the same time uh, wreaking havoc on uh, you know opposing offensive lines uh, obviously isn't going to happen this time around. So uh, definitely a big loss for the Cardinals. Um, do you think it makes a big impact tonight? Because this is a game they could have definitely used the duo of uh, Chandler Jones and um, J.J. Watt. Yeah, I, I think so. Just because watching uh, a little bit back of the Packers last week, I thought Washington had some of their best pass rush reps uh, against the right side of the Green Bay offensive line. So, uh, yeah, not having that that duo tonight, I think that is going to be big just because Rodgers, we know he can he can kind of work uh, and escape the pocket pretty well and navigate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think tonight it is it is a big deal. And you're talking not just one injury, four basically injuries in his shoulder for Watt. So, um, that's going to be, if there was any hope of him returning late in the season, um, that's going to be even tougher now since it is labrum tricep and, and the full shoulder there. Yeah. And obviously it's such a crucial part to what, uh, what he does on the field. I mean, using a lot of that upper body strength, yeah. um, <clears throat> to, to obviously, uh, put pressure on quarterbacks and opposing offensive line. And then, um, of course on the flip side, Devonte Adams, uh, one of three receivers, <laughs> Uh, not to suit for, suit up for the Packers tonight. Obviously, he was uh, in uh, COVID protocols, um, and it, you know, given the fact that it was a Thursday night game, it was a very slim chance that he was going to be able to be on the field for tonight uh, when the news broke on Monday. So, um, look, this this was going to be a tough matchup with or without Devonte Adams. Uh, obviously, Devonte Adams comes into the season um, with well, that's not correct. <laughs> Well, uh, actually, no, maybe it is. What is it? 52 receptions for 744 yards. Yeah, okay. And then uh, he, I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, I was reading Aaron Jones' stat line. I was like, that's not correct. But no, uh, 52 receptions, 744 yards um, receiving. Uh, obviously, you know, anyone can make an argument that he is uh, one of the, uh, you know, at worst, three best receivers in the league. I think a lot of people argue that he's number one. And you're not going to get too much of a disagreement on my behalf. But uh, this is going to be a big loss for the Packers. I don't know necessarily, and we're going to get into this a little bit more detail here in a minute, but uh, my just initial impression is I don't know if this is going to make necessarily a big impact on the outcome of this game, um, What you know, what it would have been with him in there. So uh, anyways, it, Thursday Night Football, uh, so far this season, we've had a lot of great matchups on primetime. So this is you know, if anyone's, uh, you know, excited for football, this is going to be the night to get excited for it because you have the 7-0 and Cardinals versus 6-1 and Packers. And they are among a logjam of uh, NFC teams that have some pretty, pretty good records uh, this part almost halfway through the season. So uh, obviously the uh, the Cowboys are also uh, with only one loss at 5-1. and one. Uh, the Packers 6-1, and one, I already mentioned that. And of course, the defending Super Bowl champion uh, Buccaneers are at 6-1. and one. Uh, the Cardinals are at seven and zero, and the Los Angeles Rams are at six and one as well. So, uh, also in the <laughs> NFC West, um, another uh, one loss team. So, I'll ask you, Braden, because I think this is a pretty interesting question, an interesting discussion. Is right now who is the best team of that group? Are, are are you siding with by default the Super Bowl champions, or has there been another team that has probably emerged a little bit ahead of them? Yeah, it's really tough because I think of just Tampa Bay, they're winning kind of as defending Super Bowl champions should, you know, by like three scores or more almost every game. 
I, I think the tough thing, though, between them and Arizona is Arizona was already a good offense, but I think they're even more multiple now. I mean, last year you still had Larry Fitzgerald sitting in spots and not running routes past seven yards. And now, I mean, Rondale Moore and, and all these guys are, are just as dangerous as Hopkins and, and Christian Kirk. So I, I, I don't know. It's tough. I think I got to go Arizona just because I think their defense is playing a little bit better right now. Um, that was a big thing that got, you know, Tampa Bay, the Super Bowl win, of course, was how they, they brought pe- pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And, and obviously, uh, that secondary last year was making a lot of takeaways. So I think just cause Arizona's defense is, is making a little more of an impact. I think I got to go with them. They're, uh, they're first in points allowed right now and fourth in yards allowed. So definitely not a group that I expected to be very good this year, but they've uh, surprised me for sure. Yeah, and look, I mean, it's hard to argue against that. I mean, first of all, I mean, they haven't lost a game yet. So, you know, right. <laughs> that, 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 that certainly weighs heavily in their favor. But uh, like you said, I, I think it's more or less the balance. Um, I think they're the most balanced team of that group. Um, I think Green Bay, <clears throat> uh, kind of like uh, the Buccaneers, can play good defensively. But uh, whether it's injury or just, you know, whatever, I mean, they, they just haven't played well the entire time. And look, for the Bucks, you know, good news for them is they're starting to get a little bit healthier. So you would presume that right. uh, that defense is going to start to play a little bit better as the season goes along. But for them, they're, you know, they're in good shape because they're just going to lean on the arm of Tom Brady. Now, is their running game OK? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's better than it was a year ago, but it's still not right. a great unit. So. Again, if if push comes to shove, if anything happens to Tom or if, you know, whatever, the, the Bucks could be in trouble because they can't lean. I don't think they can right now at least lean on their defense. Whereas, you know, if the Cardinals offense struggles, I, I you know, that's a that's a team that can win defensively and offensively. So. Um, right. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I'll probably agree with you, but I mean, it, it's going to be tough because you have a good mix of teams <clears throat> in that group. And I don't think. I don't think any one of those teams that we mentioned are uh, in the uh, would would be considered a fraudulent team because I think they're all legitimate Super right. Bowl contenders and certainly legitimate NFC Championship uh, contenders. Um, I've been talking a lot today. You know, I'm trying to get back into the rhythm <laughs> after being on uh, vacation, sort of. Uh, I was working during vacation, but I was not home for the last couple weeks. So you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm, I'm working through that. So. Uh, so yeah, so this uh, game obviously is going to uh, have a huge impact on potentially have a huge impact on that number one seed, and that's really the most important thing uh, moving forward because, as we know, you're only getting one bye week, uh, and that goes to the number one right. seed. So it's going to be uh, uh, very important for those five teams that I mentioned uh, that are going to be fighting for that. So. Uh, moving into this game, obviously, this is kind of the segue that we wanted um, to kind of discuss and 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 bring a, and into focus what should be a really good matchup. Now, I said when we kind of started to mention this game that <clears throat> I don't know if Devontae Adams' absence is going to mean much, uh, ultimately, in the scheme of things. I think, obviously, his absence is going to make things more difficult for the Packers uh, within the game, but I don't know if they would have won this game with or without him is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, and that, I think, speaks more so towards the Cardinals because I think they're just playing such at such a high level, uh, again, on, on both sides of the ball. And um, I'm not quite sure that this Green Bay Packers defense is 
necessarily capable of handling Kyler Murray because I, I, I don't know what the exact number was, but I, I seem to recall Taylor Heineke um, doing some damage against this uh, Packers defense, especially on its legs. Mm. And <laughs> if there's one quarterback in this league that you don't want, well, maybe he's one of two, you know, speaking of Lamar Jackson, but, uh, you know, Kyler Murray can do some damage with his legs, and I think that's not going to bode well for the Packers in this game. Uh, what's your initial impression, and um, are you kind of leaning – the way I'm leaning right now, just as we first look at this game. Yeah, I think so. I think just from the Packers defensive side of things, I mean, just the fact they're, uh, they're playing Jalen Smith and Whitney Merciless as much as they are already, given how, um, how little they've been in the building this year, that, that speaks volumes. And, and I mean, Jair Alexander missing him at, at corners, big, you know, obviously in a game like this, but the rest of the secondary just has been, uh, very unnoticeable safeties. Darnell Savage and, and Adrian Amos have certainly kind of fallen back to earth. So, yeah, I think in a game like this tonight, it's uh, it's a game I think where the Cardinals can kind of, I, I don't want to say play play uh, safe or, or loose, but I think they can kind of, uh, you know, stick to, to attacking one area of the field. And, and I think it could work pretty easily for them tonight. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, it, it it's, it's certainly going to, you know, maybe make a huge difference uh, as to how close this game ultimately is. But, you know, you're never going to rule out a, a, a team that has Aaron Rodgers under center. But it's not just Devontae Adams yeah. uh, for them. Uh, obviously, uh, when Adams was out in the past, they had they were 6-0. and But there's always guys that stepped up for him, always guys that made plays, guys like Alan Lazard, who, as an unvaccinated player, was most certainly out as a close contact when the news broke of that. And, of course, uh, MVS will also not be um, suiting up as well. So, look, the Packers are going to be at, without, arguably, their, you know, three of their top four receivers, and a lot is going to be relied on on Randall Cobb in this game. And I just don't know <laughs> if that's, you know, I mean, maybe this is, you know, three, four years ago. That's not a bad thing. But right now, I mean, that's 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 tough going up against a, uh, a Cardinals defense that is, um, you know, allowing 16.3 points per game. Um that's mm-hmm. that's that's pretty that's pretty darn good uh, in this era of the NFL. Yeah, and it's uh, it's some other guys I think on the offense that have kind of you know failed to get going as much as they were last year. Robert Tanyan I think had eight touchdowns last year. Yeah. Um, he's barely even you know made an impact, and and I think there's been some games that teams have done a really good job for the most part uh, after the last you know or the first few weeks of the season. Uh, kind of taking away Aaron Jones so if he's taken away I think again tonight like he has been lately that's uh it's gonna be a long night for the Green Bay offense yeah and, and again I, I don't know if the um y- you know the amount of weapons that uh the Packers have left on offense is going to be good enough to I mean again just match, yeah. match wits with what um you know the Cardinals excuse me can bring out and you know look there was a there was a slim chance that maybe DeAndre Hopkins missed this matchup he will not so you know that could have maybe closed the gap a little bit for the Packers, but uh, ultimately, it to me it just it's it's not a it's not a great matchup for them um, in general, and uh, you know yeah. it's it's hard to go against the Cardinals team who you know like you I didn't expect this certainly didn't expect this from them I didn't think they were going to be a bad team by no no account but um, I didn't think that they were going to be the last undefeated team and really you know playing some really good football like I said I mean when you only give up mm. sixteen point three points per game. Um, that's 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 really good. And on the flip side, as you can see on the screen, they're averaging 
2.1 points per game, and I think that's uh, a second or third in the NFL behind, uh, well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, that we will um, mm-hmm. talk about here in just a minute because I'm going to ask you, uh, at 7-0, and and Kyler Murray, you can see up on the screen, 2,000 yards passing, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. Obviously, he has three uh, touchdowns on the ground as well. Um, I think a lot of people would consider him certainly in this midseason MVP conversation with guys like Tom Brady. Um, I happen to think that those two are probably right now the the two leading candidates. Um, Kyler Murray having you know a great statistical start to a season, but also uh, you know leading this Cardinals team to a seven and zero start, and of course Tom Brady at forty four. Um, you know, not only leading in age, but leading in touchdowns, leading in yards, and so on and so forth. So who do you give the edge to right now? Are, are those your top two candidates right now, or can you make a case for uh, maybe Derrick Henry, a third quarterback, or right now it's 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 a two-man race uh, between those two at the moment? I think I would agree with you that those are the top two. If I had to throw in a different quarterback right now, I think personally I'd have to throw in Dak Prescott, but I don't think he's quite to the same level right now. It's um, it's really interesting, right? Just with MVP every year, it's like, what's the what's the story going to be? And you talk about with Brady, it's the touchdowns and the yards. And I think with his age factored in, that's that's going to be heavily viewed uh, as the MVP votes. But uh, but I think with Kyler, it's it's the situation. I think just um, Cliff Kingsbury and every, every narrative surrounding him as well. Um, those are going to be the interesting stories to follow. I think personally for me. I still have to lean Tom slightly, though, just because I think right now there's just been a little bit less mistakes. I mean, Kyler hasn't made many, but I think there's there's a different kind of consistency and different kind of rate that I think Tom's playing at right now, just mm-hmm. just by a hair. Yeah, and, and look, you're not going to certainly not going to get any argument uh, from me on that because um, I, I do agree with you, but that's not to say that that's not diminishing what what Kyler's doing. But uh, I, I think you put it well. There's just a I don't know. There's just a different just a very high level of consistency that Brady is playing with right now, no matter what. I mean, he's been without Rob Gronkowski for the last four, five games. Uh, and Antonio Brown's been right. in and out of the lineup. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. been uh, running backs in and out of the lineup. So, and, and it just doesn't matter. I mean, he just, he goes out, he throws four touchdowns and a half, and then they just cruise to a victory. I mean, it, that's happened a couple times this yeah. season. I think there's been, at least there's four games where he's thrown at least four touchdowns in, in this, in, in, you know, in, in a game. And, and I think two of those times he did that in just the first half. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to lean, uh, obviously, Brady as well. Um, it's no coincidence that we're talking about guys that have a lot of wins already this season because that's ultimately what their play uh, and MVP-like play correlates to is, is wins. Right. Um, you, can have, you can have a lot of stats, great stats in certain categories, but – if you're not playing, and if this doesn't make sense, I, I don't really have a better way to explain it. But if you're not playing MVP caliber, then you're that's not translating to wins. It doesn't matter what else is around you. If you're playing at an MVP level, you're going to be, as a quarterback especially, you're going to be winning games for your team. So before we get into, let's say, our uh, official picks, although I think you know, most people can probably uh, kind of guess and see where we're uh, leaning with this. Uh, we got a few prop bets here. You know, we haven't had been able to do this. I haven't been on on the last couple of weeks, so we weren't able to kind of implement these uh, from our friends at Play Pickup. So uh, we're going to do that right now, uh, assuming I can pull up the screen and continue not to stall. There we go. Okay, here we go. 
And our first one right up on the screen. Will Aaron Jones score a touchdown versus the Cardinals? I'll let you start, Braden. I'm actually going to go yes. Uh, I guess, of course, is the option I should say. Uh, just because I, I don't think there's going to be maybe as many options to throw to. And, and I could honestly see against uh, this defense right now, the way they're playing, I think a big run could be kind of pulled off. So uh, maybe on a long score, I'll say, of course. All right. Well, I'm going to go no on this one. Um, like I said, I, I think it's going to play a lot into what I ultimately pick. But uh, just for the sake of this show, too, as well, maybe I'll go the opposite on this one. And uh, one of us will have bragging rights on Sunday when we reconvene <laughs> for our real FPC NFL Sunday show. So uh, that brings us to just over under uh, 52 and a half points will be scored in this game. Um, I'm going to say, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it as like a maybe like a 28 to 21 game. Um, so mm-hmm. in, in that sense, I would have, I'm going to end up taking the under on this one, even though it seems like this, this game would be ripe for, for a high scoring game. Yeah. I'm going to go under as well. I think there's going to be just maybe a lot of turnovers, I think mm-hmm. uh, from green Bay side of things too, that could play into that. So I kind of agree with you. I think on a short week, that's the, that's going to play a big factor. So I got the under as well. All right, and last but not least, we talk about MVP candidates. We didn't mention Aaron Rodgers. He is certainly (laughs) knocking on the door. Uh, He's right maybe in that second tier, maybe just on the outside looking in. But for the sake of this discussion, which MVP candidate throws for more yards in this game, Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray? Yeah, let's go Kyler on this one. I think it's it's not just like – obviously having the the deeper weapons tonight but he's been hitting on a lot of big plays down the field um feel like aaron's not maybe hitting on as many of those so i'm gonna go kyler yeah and and look i'm gonna agree with you on that one and add in the fact that uh on top of that the 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 absence of Devontae adams just hurts i mean it's gonna hurt anyone who has Devontae adams as their receiver you know you're just gonna have to make do with what you got (laughs) and um you know that that's going to be something that will be worth watching um I do think Kyler Murray's going to have a good game. The Green Bay defense isn't, you know, incredibly strong or or, <laughs> or that good in general. So um, they're certainly susceptible to uh, giving up some passing yards, and I think that's something that's going to happen tonight. So uh, before we give our picks, I'll uh, I'm just going to ask you two questions. One, how can the Packers win? What must happen for them to win? And then the same question for the Cardinals. So start with the Packers, and then uh, we'll go to the Cardinals. Yeah, I think I think with the Packers winning in this game, I think they just kind of have to uh, play methodically offensively, limit Kyler's possessions, and I think defensively just eliminate the big plays. Um, that That's pretty much the only top two things I would say for the Packers from the Cardinals uh, side of things. I think their biggest key, honestly, is, is kind of to just play balanced offensively. Um, I think they obviously could take a lot of big shots early if they wanted to, but I think maybe play a little bit balanced and, and save those for later on in the night yeah i'll have to i'll have to agree and say like look i mean this has to be an aaron Rodgers legendary performance maybe uh you know doing it through both his arm and on his on you know timely runs on his part so um so which which in in that sense is essentially what uh you're gonna have to do for the packers because again without his weapons around him it's it's gonna make it definitely difficult and and again to the cardinals don't give him extra chances. There's no point. to So to your point, 
play balanced, do what you do, and don't get overhyped and put yourself in a position. Um, if they do that, which I think they will, um, I think they're going to uh, win this game. So uh, give me give me the score. I said twenty eight twenty one. I think the Cardinals. Uh, you know, maybe they start fresh, they start quick, um, get ahead, and then I think it's just co- sort of a, a march to the finish line where, you know, maybe Green Bay comes up just short in this game. But um, I think you get a pretty solid performance from Kyler Murray. Um, I think he's going to outplay, uh, you know, not to his fault, but uh, just based on what he has, I yeah. think he's going to end up outplaying and outperforming, at least on the stat sheet, Aaron Rodgers. And um, that's going to lead to a Cardinals victory. And they're going to be 8-0. And, uh Still chugging along. So, agree or disagree? Cardinals win this one. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be thirty to twenty Cardinals. Um, I guess if I had to throw a bold prediction in there tonight, um, we got two veteran kickers here. I think one of them's going to hit at least a sixty-plus yard Ooh. field goal tonight uh, inside like uh, inside a stadium. So, uh, having a little bit of roof uh, should help. So, that's going to be a bold prediction that I'll throw in there as well. But yeah, thirty to twenty Cardinals. They stay perfect. Oh, I like it. I like it. And Lions fans across the uh, country cringed <laughs> when they heard 60-plus yard field goal. And um, All right, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Like I said, uh, we, myself, I will be live tomorrow morning on FPC Radio Live 9 a.m. on uh, at Full Press Radio on Twitter. And then, of course, join us Sunday for the real FPC NFL Sunday where we preview all of Sunday's action Uh, right here on Full Press NFL on Twitter. So have a great night, folks, and we will see you then. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.